What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Red Zone with Garrett podcast. I'm your host, Garrett Riando, and I do want to apologize for not having a week three episode. I was having some technical difficulties with the app, but it does seem like it has worked itself out. So here I am back in action. Um, I do want to go ahead and recap weeks two and three real quick. For week two, uh, I had a 12-4 and straight-up record and an 8-8 eight eight against the spread. And then in week three, I had a 9-7 and straight-up record and a 9-7 and against the spread. So, you know, not as good as uh, week one for sure. But, uh, you know, overall, I'm really having a pretty good year. 33-15 um, and straight-up for the year and then 29-16-1 against the spread. So, really no complaints here um, for my overall record and really looking forward to keeping it going in week four. Before I get into week four, I want to look at my week two and three winners and losers. Uh, Real quick, week two winner, Las Vegas Raiders. um, First game in that brand new stadium. Uh, Started off pretty slow, but really finished strong. Uh, Came out with a 34-24 win against the Saints. Um, So pretty good opponent. Um, Only thing that would have made it better was actually having fans in the stadium. But, you know, over time that will come. My week two loser has to be the has to be the Atlanta Falcons. They, uh, (laughs) you know, you blow a double-digit lead with like five minutes to go. Um, Don't really know what they were doing on that onside kick. Um, You know, they they look like a good team for three quarters and then just can't put it together. So uh, week three winner was uh, Patrick Mahomes for sure. Big Monday night win over the Baltimore Ravens, uh, where I think a lot of people think the Ravens could contend with the Chiefs this year. And um, I mean, it's only week three, but for now, I think Mahomes put that to bed right now. So uh, week three loser, um, as much as it sucks to say, I think we all knew this was going to come eventually in the air. Um, has to be COVID-19 uh, popped up this week uh, with the Tennessee Titans. Um, I know they have five, six, or seven players, a couple of people on their staff that um, have tested positive for COVID. I know they're canceling the game between the Titans and the Steelers this week, which, um, you know, you know, you hate to see, but obviously they got to do what they feel is safe and can keep the NFL going for the year. So um, I, th- I believe they said that game's going to be pushed to week seven. Um, not 100% sure, but I think that's what I saw this morning. So, um, But yeah, so because of that, I'm only going to be picking 15 instead of 16 games this week, and let's go ahead and get right into it. All right, so to kick off week four, we had the Denver Broncos against the New York Jets. Um, I obviously did not get this podca- podcast out in time to uh, give you my prediction. I did have the Broncos winning 23-17. to Um, I got the pick right, obviously not anywhere close on the score. Um, They scored definitely a lot more points than I think anybody would have thought they were going to score. I was going to post it earlier, but, you know, there were still a couple things that I wanted to change on the podcast, so I figured, you know what, this is such a bad game that I didn't really feel like it was worth getting into. A couple notes I had in the game is that, you know, both teams are really beat up with injuries, didn't really know who to go with. Basically, I went with the team that I trusted a little bit more, and that was the Broncos. They, you know, they've showed me a little bit more this season. The Jets really haven't been competitive. So yeah, that's really why, you know, I went with the Broncos to win this game. So good start to the week. Got that one right. Um, Final score was 38 to 27 in a game that was a lot more exciting than I think anybody thought it was really going to be. Kick off our Sunday game, we have the Indianapolis Colts traveling to Chicago to take on the undefeated Bears. 
Uh, the Colts are two and a half road point favorites here. Um, they won their game 36-7 against the Jets last week, and the Bears won 30-26 against the Falcons. Um, still not sure about the Colts offense yet. You know, they had uh, two defensive touchdowns last week, so that almost scored about half their points. Um, I really need to see, still need to see more from Phillip Rivers. Um, he did have no turnovers last week, so that's definitely a step in the right directions. The Bears, uh, they, they're undefeated. Um, I don't think anybody really saw this coming, but, you know, good for them. Mitch Trubisky went out of the game after struggling early, and uh, Nick Foles came in, did a little bit better job. Obviously, he led his team to a comeback win. Um, he didn't really do too much. He had a few balls that really could have been picked off, but the Falcons bailed him out like they have most teams this year. Uh, looking at this game, I think uh, pretty much what I just said, uh, keys to the game is Rivers needs to avoid turnovers. Um, the Colts, I feel like, are a better team than the Bears. So as long as you don't turn it over against that defense, which is obviously easier said than done, um, you should have a really good chance to win this game. Uh, the Bears, they, they need to stop falling from behind. You know, they are they can't keep coming from behind. You know, they have they came back against the Falcons which you know that's been a regular thing against the Falcons this year and they just don't have the offense to do that they need to put the game in their defense's hands and that's how they're going to win um, overall I have the Colts winning this game 27 to 20 and covering next up we got the New Orleans Saints traveling to Detroit to take on the Lions the Saints are four and a half point road favorites. They lost their game last week, 37 to 30 against the Packers, and the Lions won 26 to 23 against the Cardinals. Um, when I look at the Saints, uh, really the only part on their offense that looked good is uh, Alvin Kamara. He had a really good game last week. Uh, Drew Brees obviously is still missing Michael Thomas. He struggled this year. Um, and, you know, the, the defense hasn't looked great either. This is supposed to be the strength of their team. They've uh, struggled. They had a good game against the Bucks week one, struggled against the Raiders last week, struggled against the Packers this week. Um, so, yeah, they, they really need to turn it around. Uh, the Lions, um, I think their victory really had more to do with Kyler Murray's bad game. Uh, three interceptions from Murray, which is very uncharacteristic from him. Um Lions really had good coverage on all three of those plays, so Murray really didn't have any reason throwing those balls. But, you know, you know, hats off to the Lions defense, obviously making those plays. Uh, when I look at this game, um, keys to it. I see Sean Payton 38-13 in October with the Saints. So that's a really good record, hard to bet against that. Um, it does look like they might be getting Michael Thomas back this week, so that should help the offense. And then uh, Cameron Jordan on defense, he's mad he's pissed um they have not played well this year and i think they're very determined to get this uh figured out um i know it's not easy to just all of a sudden flip a switch and turn things around but this defense definitely has a lot of players on there that they can do it um and then i just don't really trust the lions you know they uh like i said they won last week really took a bad game from Murray. So I think if Breeze and that offense can limit the turnovers and let their defense go win them this game, they should be fine. Um, I do have the Saints winning 31-23 to this week and covering the spread. Next up, we got the Carolina Panthers playing host to the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals are four-point road favorites in this game. Last week, the Cardinals lost 26-23 against the Lions, and the Panthers won 21-16 against the Chargers. Uh, when, my takeaways from those two games is, you know, Kyler Murray had a bad game, as I mentioned earlier. 
uh, three interceptions. That's not like him. Still a second-year quarterback, so, you know, he's going to show that every once in a while. Definitely expect um, a bounce-back game from him this week. Uh, and the Panthers, you know, they got their first win last week uh, without Christian McCaffrey. So, I mean, you know, obviously common sense. They're, they're better without him. Joking, joking, joking. Uh, but, yeah, no, they got their first win. Congratulations to them. Um, their wins are going to be hard to come by for this team, so definitely a good moment for them. Uh, when I look at this game, uh, really simple. Cardinals are the better team, so uh, don't turn the ball over. Just play your game. Uh, Panthers defense, very young on that side of the football. They're going to give up points. Um, and, yeah, I, I just don't really see much where the Panthers can win this game. Unless the Cardinals, you know, kind of have a replica performance of last week. So uh, my prediction got the Cardinals winning 31 to 20 in Carolina and covering the spread. Next up, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, the Bengals are three point home favorites in this one. Jaguars lost 31 to 13 last week against the Dolphins and the Bengals tied 23 to 23 against the Eagles. Uh, the Jaguars, this is pretty much the team I expected to see all season. They obviously proved me wrong the last two weeks, so I decided to pick them last week, and of course, you know, this is what happened. So I think a big reason was they didn't have DJ Shark in the game, their best player on offense, so that really affected the way they were able to move the ball. Um, the Bengals, you know, they didn't lose a game to, for the first time this year, didn't win one either, but you know, they're improving. Uh, Burrow's definitely proving he's a starting quarterback in this league, only going to get better. Um, unfortunately, he's in a very tough division, so, you know, it might be a while before he wins a game. Um, and then I think we also learned on the defensive side of the ball, uh, pretty obvious, they're, they're a lot better with Geno Atkins. Um, played really well against Chargers in week one when they had him. Uh, got killed on defense when they didn't have him week two against the, uh, Browns. And then, uh, it was you know, better this week against the Eagles, too, when Atkins was in the lineup. Um, so that leads me right into the keys of this game. Um, I think injuries, non-injuries, plays a really big factor. DJ Sharks coming back. Um, they scored 27 and 30 points in the first two games, and they only scored 13 points without him. So, um, and like I said, the Bengals are getting better, but they don't have Geno Atkins this week. So um, as much, I do think the Bengals are going to score some points, but unfortunately... Um, Atkins isn't in the lineup, so they really aren't going to be able to slow down uh, this Jaguars offense. Um, both play in very close games this year, with the exception of the Jaguars last week. Um, so, But like I said, I expect this to be a close game. I really wanted to pick up pick the Bengals this week because I think if they don't get a win this week, it's definitely going to be a while down the road before they do get their first win. Um, but after seeing these injuries, I could not pick the Bengals. So, um, this week I have the Jaguars winning 30 to 27 over the Bengals. Next up, we have the Dallas Cowboys playing host to the Cleveland Browns. Uh, the Cowboys are five point favorites in this one. The Browns won 34 to 20 last week against Washington and the Cowboys lost 38 to 31 against the Seahawks. Uh, the Browns are currently on a two-game win streak, um, and after week one, I said, I was like, you guys need to get back to the running game, and um, I think the coaches agreed, because obviously they've gotten back to the running game, um, they've ran for over 150 yards in both games, I think one of them they even ran for over 200 yards, so uh, they definitely got back to their strength, uh, taking a little pressure off Mayfield, and that's led to a winning success. Uh, the Cowboys, they played the Seahawks tough. I mean, no shame going into that building, even with no fans and uh, losing. Um, they definitely showed me something. Uh, 
offense is really starting to get going. Unfortunately, the defense has a lot of injuries on there. Um, I know they got a couple guys coming back pretty soon. I'm not sure if it's this week, but uh, their defense is going to be an issue all season. It's really going to be on their offense, and it's definitely doable. Uh, the offense has a lot of talent, but they, they really might have to score 35, 40 points a game to win these games. So um, when I look at the game this week, um, I'm definitely looking for the Browns to um, beat a more talented opponent. They went into week one against the Ravens, one of the best teams in the NFL, and got manhandled. I mean, they, they weren't even in that game from the get-go. And then the next two weeks, uh, they beat uh, two teams. Like I said, they got back to the running game. Um, but those two teams aren't uh, definitely aren't as talented as uh, the Cowboys team that they're going to be playing this week. So I really want to see how the Browns will respond to playing a more talented team. Um, on the other side of the ball, the Cowboys, uh, they on the defensive side, I, like I said, they're going to struggle. So I think the key is do not let them beat you with their run game. Stack the box and make Mayfield beat you. Even though he does have those two talented receivers, he has uh, you know a couple tight ends. So uh, you definitely got to take your chances with Mayfield beating you instead of letting that run game beat you. Um, the Cowboys, like I said, are favored by five points in this game. I don't think they're going to cover that, but I do think they're going to get the home victory 34-31. to 31. Next up, we got the Seattle Seahawks traveling to Miami to take on the Dolphins. In this game, we have the Seahawks as seven-point road favorites. The Seahawks won last week 38-31 against the Cowboys, and the uh, Dolphins won 31-13 against the Jaguars. The Seahawks offense continues to roll. Russell Wilson have an MVP season. I don't think anybody can argue with that. Their running game looks good. Everybody's staying healthy, and that's you know that's really the key to their success, uh, putting up 35 points per game so far this season. Uh, the defense, you know, they're not obviously as um, intimidating as they were in years past, but, you know, they make enough plays to get it done for that offense. Uh, Dolphins got their first win of the season. Um, wasn't it, it, I mean, by the score, it looked impressive, but I think it really had more to do with the Jaguars um, self-destructing and not executing and, you know, just showing them showing us that they are the team that who we thought they were. Uh, Dolphins only had 294 yards of offense, so really shows that the defense did the heavy lifting in that game. Uh, when I look at this game, keys to the game, uh, I do think the Dolphins need to do what they did last week and try to keep uh, time of possession in their hands. Obviously, that's the key for any team to win a game. Um, but ultimately, they just don't have enough firepower to keep up with uh, the Seahawks. Like I said, the Seahawks have an MVP quarterback right now in Russell Wilson. You know, they're going to put up 30, 35 points a game. And I just don't think the Dolphins uh, have enough firepower to keep up with them. So with that being said, I have the Seahawks winning 37-24 to 24 this week and covering the spread. Next up, we have the Los Angeles Chargers playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are 7.5 point favorites in this one. Chargers lost 21 to 16 last week against the Panthers, and the Bucks won 28 to 10 against the Broncos. The Bucks are finally showing glimpses of what we thought they could be in the off season. Um, it has been, you know, a couple bad teams that they played the last couple weeks. So you know, we definitely aren't gonna, you know, punish them for playing the teams on their schedule. But they are de getting better. So uh, Brady definitely looks a lot better after uh, week one. The uh, Chargers, unfortunately for them, uh, New Year, same problem. Injuries, man. They uh, doesn't matter where they go. They, they seem to get hit with that injury bug. Um, I was a little disappointed with them last week. Uh, they had a really good 
effort against the Chiefs a couple weeks before. Really thought they should have won that game against the Chiefs. They had their opportunities. And then they came out uh, this week and, you know, just, I, I don't know what it was, but, you know, they didn't put up a good effort against the Panthers, a team that's really not that good. And with no Christian McCaffrey on top of that. So um, Justin Herbert, I really hope they keep him in as a starter. I think at this point they just kind of need to let him learn. This is the quarterback of the future. Uh, I do feel bad for Tyrod Taylor the way he got injured, but, um, you know, that that's just how it has to be. You, have to, you know, this can't be personal. You definitely just have to look out for what's better for the team. And right now, Herbert is the better option for this team. So uh, looking at this game, um, got no Chris Godwin playing, but Brady's very good at making adjustments. He's going to spread the ball around like he has the past couple games. Um, even, you know, Gronkowski had a really good game last week. Had like seven or six targets, had a few receptions, got some yards. So, um, you know, maybe he's finally starting to come into form. And then uh, the Chargers, they, they just don't have the personnel on defense right now to keep up with the Bucs. Uh, they, they, like I said, they have too many injuries, and it's definitely going to be a struggle with them for the whole year. Um, so with that being said, I have the Bucks winning 27-16 to 16 and covering the spread. In the next game, we have the Baltimore Ravens traveling to Washington to take on the Washington football team. Uh, the Ravens are 13-point favorite uh, road favorites, and they lost 34-20 to last week against the Chiefs, and Washington lost 34-20 to against the Browns. Um, the Ravens, uh, they did not look good last week. Um, very big game on national television. Uh, I think a lot of people thought these were going to be the two teams that are going to be playing in the AFC Championship game this year. And, you know, the Ravens really disappointed, I think, a lot of us. Um, but, you know, they... They were out of character, didn't execute. Uh, Lamar Jackson didn't play very well. The defense couldn't stop Mahomes. And I think that was a big reason, too. Mahomes just dominated. He did what he wanted when he wanted. Um, and, you know, he's obviously he wasn't the MVP last year, but he was the Super Bowl MVP. And he is arguably one of, is probably the best player in NFL right now. So um, no shame in that. I, like I said, we definitely expected Baltimore to play a lot better than they did. Um, but you know, it's one game, move on, move on to the next one and they should be fine. Uh, Washington, they played tough. Uh, I think that game was a lot closer than the final score indicated. Um, they had some turnovers that really hurt them. And then Chase Young got injured, which I really think turned the game too, because the defensive line was playing pretty well. So when I do look at this game this week, uh, Baltimore needs to get back to running the ball. I really think they got away from that last week, and maybe they felt like they had to uh, because they fell behind and they felt like they needed to throw the ball to get back into it. Um, personally, I think there was enough time in that game where Baltimore could have kept running it because I think that's how you beat the Chiefs. Um, Cleveland ran for 158 yards last week against Washington. So like I said, Baltimore should have no problem running the football. Get back on track. Um, Washington's not their pass rush probably won't be that big of a factor. Um, especially if you run the ball, no Chase Young. Um, and then the Ravens' defense is probably going to be pissed off. I mean, they only forced one or two punts last week. So, uh, yeah. The final score I have in this game is the Ravens winning 35-17 to and covering the spread. Next up, we have the Minnesota Vikings traveling to Houston to take on the Texans. Texans are four-point home favorites. Uh, the Vikings lost 31-30 to last week against the Titans, and the Texans lost 28-21 to against the Steelers. 
Um, this was a game that was almost canceled this week because the Vikings did play the Titans last week. And the Titans, uh, as I said earlier, tested positive for COVID. Um, all the Vikings players, staff, anybody associated with them got tested. Everybody's negative, so that's a good thing. Um, it's good that the NFL is only going to be uh, missing one game this week instead of a couple because then that could really get into some scheduling problems. So uh, looking back at that Vikings game, I really think they should have won. Um, they scored a lot of points, had a lot of yards, but the three turnovers by their offense really killed them. Uh, one of those was a pick six the other way. And, um, I think I've said it multiple times, Kirk Cousins is basically the X factor on this team. They ha he has to limit turnovers. Um, I really feel like with Dalvin Cook back there, he can be a game manager. Um, but I don't think that's what he wants to do. So, um, and then their defense also gave up over 400 yards. So that's other something they... This was supposed to be a strength of their team, and they have not figured it out yet. So um, definitely think Mike Zimmer's on the hot seat. So it would be a big thing if they could get a win this week and turn their season around. Um, the Texans, they had a really good chance to win against the Steelers as well. Uh, went up 21-16 going into halftime, and then the offense just didn't score. Uh, I thought the defense played a lot better than they had the first two games. Um, the good news is for the Texans that they're finishing a tough three-game stretch. I mean, Chiefs, Ravens, and Steelers, all teams that are definitely uh, going to go far in the playoffs this year. So um, when, I do look, when I look at this game, um, both teams should be able to move the ball with relatively ease. None of the defenses have been that great. Um, it really just comes down to the quarterback play. And like I said, if Kirk Cousins can um, you know, not turn the ball over, I think their team has a really good chance to win. But I, I mean, I'm going to go with the guy, Deshaun Watson, that just got a big contract. Uh, he's a great player, even without DeAndre Hopkins. And I expect him to make more plays than Kirk Cousins. Um, so with that being said, I have the Texans winning 27-24 to 24 in a close game, and they do not cover the spread. To kick off the afternoon games, we have the New York Giants taking on the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams are 13-point home favorites, and the Giants lost 36-9 last week against the Niners, and the Rams lost 35-32 against the Bills. The Giants, I mean, that was really an uninspiring loss to the Niners. Um, the Niners really, you know, had a lot of starters out. I had to travel cross-country, I mean, and it, it wasn't even a game right from the opening whistle. So um, really not much else to say with for the Giants. They're going to have a rough year this year. Um, no, Barkley, uh, I'm not sure if he's, I think they said he's out for the season. I know he went on IR. So, um, the Rams, uh, they, they almost pulled off a 25 point comeback, fell behind 28 to three, came back and actually took the lead with about five minutes left, but then ultimately gave up a last second touchdown to the bills and, uh, took the L. Um, from what I saw in that game, the offense is getting back to that 2018 level, and the defense still is a work in progress. Um, obviously, when you have Aaron Donald on your team, you're going to be uh, always dangerous because he's definitely a game changer. Um, don't want to go too much into this game, so keys real quick. Uh, the Giants just need to go out and compete. Um, like I said, they didn't have any life in them last week. Um, didn't even look like they wanted to be there. So, they, you know, you're a professional football team. Go out and compete. Uh, Rams, just keep it simple. Take care of business. You're the better team. Um as long as you do what you're supposed to do uh, and keep that offense going, um, you're going to be fine. So 
The only thing that I look at in this game is I do think the Rams are going to win this game. Uh, I don't know about a 13-point spread. I think this has more to do with the Giants than it does the Rams. Um, but just because I really just don't know what sh- if the Giants are going to show up, I have the Rams winning 34-17 to and covering the spread. Next up, we have the game of the week. The New England Patriots playing the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are 7-point home favorites in this one. Patriots won 36-20 last week against the Raiders, and the Chiefs won 34-20 against the Ravens. In that game, the Patriots started pretty slow, but as they usually do, Bill Belichick made his adjustments, and behind a strong running game, they were really able to run away with that game. On the defensive side of the ball, they were really able to get to Derek Carr with that pass rush, and that really uh, contained that Raiders offense. The Chiefs, uh, on Monday night, I'm pretty sure everybody saw it, they steamrolled the Ravens. Mahomes did pretty much whatever he wanted, whenever he wanted to. And on the defensive side of the ball, they did a really good job of containing Lamar Jackson and that run game and made Lamar Jackson beat him in the air. Uh, When I look at this game, the keys are the Patriots' pass rush. They really need to um, get to Mahomes and affect the timing of that offense. Uh, When you look at the game two weeks ago that the Chiefs had with the Chargers, they really struggled against that Chargers defense because uh, Melvin Ingram and Bosa were able to get to Mahomes often. So um, that's really a big key to beating the Chiefs. Another key to beating the Chiefs is the Patriots run game. Like I said, they ran for over 200 yards last week. Um, I don't think they need to do that this week, but they need to get somewhere up there and really control the time of possession and keep that off other uh, the Chiefs offense off the field. So another thing I'm looking at is the coaches, uh, Bill Belichick and Andy Reid. Always a lot of fun when these two coaches get together. Um, these are probably the two best coaches in the NFL at making in-game adjustments. So uh, I think whoever makes those adjustments quicker and makes the better adjustments is ultimately going to win the game. Um, with all that being said, I have the Chiefs winning 31-23 to at home and covering the spread. Next up, we have the undefeated Buffalo Bills traveling to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. Bills are three-point road favorites in this one. They won 35 to 32 against the Rams last week, and the Raiders lost 36 to 20 against the Patriots. Um, the Bills, what I see from them so far is the offense continues to be efficient. Josh Allen playing at a very high level. I think I said earlier um, this year that he was kind of the key to this team. He needs to take the next step, and so far he does. I mean, he was named AFC Player of the Month uh, for the first few weeks, so you know, and so far in the right direction. Um, the defense, they need, they need to play better. They were very dominant last year and they've definitely taken a step back this year. Um, I don't know if it was lack of training camp or whatever's going on with them, but they definitely need to step up. Uh, Raiders took a step back last week against the Patriots. Um, obviously coming off the, the big win against the New Orleans Saints. Maybe they were a little high on themselves, had a lot of injuries, Um, Like I said, that can't be an excuse. There's a lot of teams dealing with injuries. Um, The pass defense was the one encouraging uh, part of their game I did see last week. They held Cam Newton in that high-flying offense to only 156 yards passing. So um, anything I got from that game, the pass defense looked really good. Uh, Keys, I need to see the Raiders' offense get back on track. I know they're dealing with some injuries. Um, There's going to be no rugs really limits the offense because they don't really have that downfield threat. 
Um, even if Carr's not going to throw it downfield that often, they still the defense still has to keep it in mind when Ruggs is on the field that, hey, he's going to run 40, 50 yards down the field. So, um, But like I said, no Ruggs this week, so that's definitely going to hurt. Uh, the Bills, from like I said, they're 3-0, so there's not much to complain about. But the last two weeks, they have had trouble putting teams away. And that's concerning, you know. They had a 28-3 point lead last week and almost blew it. Uh, they actually did blow it. It took a last-second touchdown for them to win that game. So um, they can't really flirt with that too much longer, um, especially when they start playing the better teams. Um, like I said, I mean, I don't know if it would come back to bite them this week or not, but like I said, you can't keep doing that. I expect to win every game. So, um my prediction this week, I do have the Bills winning on the road 31-24 to and covering the spread. In our next game, we have the Philadelphia Eagles traveling to Santa Clara to take on the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers are seven-point home favorites in this game. The Eagles tied last week 23-23 to against the Bengals, and the 49ers won 36-9 against the Giants. Uh, for the Eagles, it's plain and simple. I mean, the offensive line is bad, the receivers are banged up, and Carson Wentz is not playing at a very good level. Um, you know, he's had a really rough start to the season, and I mean, outside of one good year uh, where they went to the playoffs, I believe, in his rookie year, um, he has not been good. Uh, he's not been consistent. He's turned the ball over, and um, honestly, if he wasn't in such a bad division, this team would not be competitive, so... Um, I definitely think he's got to be on the hot seat. Uh, the 49ers, they look good. I mean, they obviously have had a tough time in that uh, in MetLife Stadium the last couple of weeks, losing a bunch of players. But they have come out with two wins, uh, relatively easy wins. Probably has to do with them playing a couple bad teams as well. But like I said, really banged up. Um, I've been impressed with the way they've bounced back, especially with Mullins uh, replacing Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, definitely done a good job. I think Garoppolo is going to be out again this week, so we'll definitely see Mullins again. Looking at the keys to this game, um, I think it's all about health. Uh, the Niners are probably getting Debo Samuel back from injury. They're probably getting George Kittle back. And like I said, they may not even need these guys. They, I mean, they will need them ultimately, but um, you know, with the how soft their schedule is right now, I would definitely try to get them as healthy as possible. But I'm not the coach. I'm just making my predictions here. Um, I do think the 49ers pass rush, even though they're really banged up, I think they're going to dominate the Eagles O-line, just like everybody has this year. Um, they'll probably cause a couple turnovers because that's what Carson Wentz is, does. And with all that being said, I got the 49ers winning 34-23 to at home and covering the spread. To conclude week four, we have the Falcons taking on the Packers on Monday Night Football. Green Bay Packers are 7.5 point favorites in this game. Falcons lost 30 to 26 against the Bears last week, and the Packers won 30 to 37 to 30 against the Saints. Uh, it's pretty simple with the Falcons; they just can't play four quarters of football right now. It's cost them in all three games, and that's probably a reason they're going to struggle the rest of the season until they figure it out. I will give them this: they are a fun football team to watch. They put up points. Uh, Matt Ryan slings the ball around, so they do make the games entertaining. Uh, so if you're a neutral fan, Great. If you're a Falcons fan, well, I'm sorry. Uh, Packers, they're showing they're one of the best teams in the NFC. 3-0 so far. They're putting up a lot of points. Defense is making just enough plays for them to win football games. So, um, like I said, I would not bet against Aaron Rodgers right now. Uh, keys to the game. Can the Falcons slow down the Packers? I 
don't think so. Um, the Falcons have played a little bit better defense of late, but like I said, um, until they can play four quarters, I really can't side with that team. Uh, one factor to look into this game is the Packers could be looking ahead to their next week matchup against the Buccaneers. Um, that's definitely a prime. It's not going to be on Sunday night or anything, just a regular Sunday 105 kickoff. But you know what? Big game. Uh, both teams should have a winning record. Could be a playoff preview in the future. Um, you got Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. So yeah, I mean, definitely wouldn't uh, be surprised if the Packers looked past the Falcons and made this game uh, interesting. But I do think uh, that coaching staff and Aaron Rodgers will have them ready. And I think the Packers are going to win 38-27 to this week and cover. All right, guys, that concludes my picks for week four. And before I get out of here and let you go, um, I'm going to try something different that I haven't done yet on this podcast. I definitely wanted to do it more, um, but I've been having a lot of issues with uh, the company Bovada. Um, that's the website I was using when I won my uh, $2,200 in week one. Um, just to let you know, I'm having a lot of issues getting my money from them, so I definitely wouldn't recommend them. I'm switching over to my bookie, um, so I'm going to go ahead and give you my parlay for this week. Usually I'm only going to do four games, but I really saw five games this week that I like, so here they are. Um, Colts favored by two and a half points over the Bears. I really like the Colts in this game. Um, the Bears are 3-0, and but I just... You know, that it's not a confident 3-0. The Colts have been playing really good footballs of late, so I have a lot of confidence for them to cover 2.5 points on the road. Uh, the Saints, um, it was minus 4, actually, when I was recording this, and I looked real quick, and it's actually down to um, minus 3.5, and, and that's over the Lions on the road. Um, the Saints have been playing not great football, but their record in October, as I mentioned earlier, under Sean Payton is 38-13. and I think they're getting Michael Thomas back this week. And I definitely expect them to play a lot better football. Uh, next, I have the Cardinals, favored by three and a half points on the road over the Panthers. Uh, the Cardinals just didn't play very well last week in their loss against the Lions. I expect them to bounce back uh, really well against the Panthers this week. Once again, Panthers don't have Christian McCaffrey, so definitely book that one. And then I have the Seahawks over the Dolphins. Seahawks favored by six points over the road. Uh, the Seahawks have covered all three weeks uh, this year so far. So I definitely like that pick, especially with Russell Wilson. And then lastly, um, I, like I said, I was only going to do four, but I saw this game and I really like it is the 49ers, uh, seven home point home favorites over the Eagles. Eagles are really banged up. They're down. They don't have their first four receivers. Uh, Carson Wentz hasn't played well. Offensive line is terrible. I know the Niners are beat up, but I think they're getting Debo Samuel back this week and they're getting George Kittle back this week. So expect them to continue to roll, uh, like I said, seven points over the Eagles. Uh, my parlay is $25, and if I get them all right, I win $600. So hopefully I can hit that one, and you guys have a good week. Enjoy the games this weekend, and I'll catch you next week on the podcast. All right, bye, guys. <laughs>